Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. I am here with my second favourite guest of all time, Steve. Who's number one? Oh, I can't divulge that type of information. Right, how are you, mate? Should be happy with number two. Yeah, well, I've actually, funny that, number two. I've actually come second in our uh, tipping comp. Yeah. How good. But uh, big, big congrats. Adam Whipper. Adam Whipper. Just too good. He just got to the front with six rounds to go and just... And just held on. I tried catching him, but I just, I just couldn't do it. Still got the final grand final to go, but we've kind of crunched the numbers. It looks like that Steve is going to finish second, but we still have a race for third, which could be interesting. A couple of people. There's, I think there's three in the running. So I think it's a big round. If you want, you want to take a risk, you can take a risk. Or if you want to play it safe, play it safe. Just I, I, I know what I'd do. I can't be like giving out advice or whatever because that's what got me to number two. But uh, on. We might uh we might stay stay with sport to begin because I did want to talk a little bit about um, the knights the girls in the final. How good, yeah. It's, Better than uh, those blokes. They didn't win a game last year, and they signed a few big players in the off season. Millie Boyle is probably the most well known one, mm-hmm. and there's another girl from Brisbane, I think, and her name just is eluding me right now, but. Yeah, they've only lost one game, and that was to the Roosters, but the Roosters are actually eliminated now, so they play the Eels on Sunday yeah. for the Dickies. How, how are you enjoying it? How are you enjoying women's sports as a whole? That's good. Yeah. I was – I've watched it – I've watched, like, different women's sport in the past, like watched a bit of cricket and, um, like, the State of Origin a few years ago when they started televising the women's stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought it's quite decent, but I think now – and I don't know if it's because there's a bit more of an emphasis on it for women, but I feel like the talents is getting even better. 100%. I remember my first instance, like my, my first uh, experience with like women's like professional sport, like in this regard, was actually the rugby league as well. And I remember back in 2016, they had the test match up here in Newcastle, Australia versus New Zealand. And before it, they had um, the women's game, Australia versus the Aussies versus the Kiwis. And I just remember for 60 minutes, they were absolutely going out, like bashing each other hard. And then the boys came out and it was way softer. Like, so the girls I found that night were way more entertaining. Yeah, right. And I remember that season, I remember vividly the Sharks won the comp 2016. So there was um, women's rugby league before each each game. Yeah. And I honestly, I just remember like being so G'd to watch it because they would just go throw hell for leather for 60 minutes, which yeah. is something that I think... Uh, rugby league kind of gone away from a little bit. Like it's probably gone a little bit towards the the safety side of things mm-hmm. where I think oh, yeah. like the purists, I think the rugby league purists these days, I think they might like thoroughly enjoy the, the women's because that they just, they do not hold back. They're in fifth gear the whole way. So um, I think there's a massive future for um, women's rugby league for sure. Yeah. I spoke about this on a post the other day and I think it's, it's really good. There's so much more opportunity. For women playing sport now yeah. and i made reference to this 
my post, but when I was growing up playing sport, and you probably might have an example of this too, mm-hmm. I remember there was a girl like in our rugby league team. Yeah. But it, she, I think we got to like the under tens or something, and then she just wasn't allowed to play anymore because, mm. quote unquote, the boys would be too rough. Yeah. And then even playing cricket growing up, I had a girl in my team who was also in our rep team. Yeah. She was a really good player, good, good bowl, decent batsman. And then kind of got into like our mid-teens and then she kind of just transitioned out because she wasn't going to be able to make it as a in like the male comp yeah. or the opens comp, but there wasn't really an avenue for her to pursue for women's. Yeah. I think there is one, but it's not as readily available and as easy to find as it is now for women. Like up here, cricket up here, like there's a whole women's comp. Yeah. Whereas like 20 years ago when I was playing, there was just a few girls sort of scattered in amongst in the comps. So it's definitely encouraging younger girls to play, like not just cricket, but all sports. Like if there is actually like a league for them and they're not having to just play with the boys or whatever. Yeah. So I think it's good. More sports are doing it. It's getting televised more. Yeah. Which I think is a huge thing. I remember there was, like speaking of, like the, the amount of talent that's in the like women's rugby league now, especially at this point in time, is, is through the roof. I remember like, Back in the day, I used to play against this girl. Her name was Bessie. She played for the Maruba Lions. It's a tough name. Shout out, shout out to Bessie. She'd be now, listening. Yeah, Hunda Hunda. The world's on one podcast. But anyway, like this, this, like if I tell you, if I say the name Bessie, that should be enough. Like mm. Bessie, right? So she was this like big Islander girl, and I remember she she was an absolute weapon. Like she'd be like she was a forward front rower. And I remember, like, my job at times was stopping her. And I had a hard time. I was a pretty decent little player. And I had a real hard time stopping her. I think in today's that like today's comp, if Bessie was in a prime, Bessie could have been the Millie World. Unstoppable. Yeah. Bessie was unstoppable. So, Bessie, she was- shout out. I did stop you all those years ago, just quietly, but you did give me a tough time. See, that's what I mean. Like, it was just 10 years too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if, or, you know, 15 years too early. Because if... I think a lot of girls would have been talented. Yeah. And then they just didn't really have anywhere to go with it. Yeah. And now like there's AFL, there's there's cricket, there's rugby league. Uh, and obviously like there's still soccer and hockey and basketball and all yeah. those other things, but it's on telly now. It's not it's nice seeing the some of the uh, the women's players getting celebrated similar to the men. Like uh, the one that comes into my mind is um, Alyssa Healy, yeah. the cricket cricketer. Yeah. So I remember when she hit that with the fastest second fastest Okay. One day, hundred or something. I can't remember what it was. It was a little while ago, probably six months ago now. Mm. And then she was in a list with like Adam Gilchrist and a couple yeah. others. And um, you know, they were debating at that point in time. Oh, you know, she'd be in that list or whatever. But it's not the point. But she was just absolutely getting celebrated, like, and she was like, like some sort of national treasure. Mm. And absolutely, she should be. And women's sports should be celebrated as much as the men's. Yeah. And I think it's trending towards because I feel like all these girls probably have to have work. Yeah. Or they have sponsorships that are like just getting them through because mm-hmm. unfortunately there's not enough money in the in it at the moment, I think. But hopefully in time, I guess the point where they can be, just become professional athletes like the males can be. I, I think there'll I think there'll come a time where that happens. I think it happens in the not too distant future. I don't think it happens I think it happens within the next ten years. Yeah. I just I think sport, it's tra- trending that way. The individual sports like golf and tennis, there's lots of money in that for the women. Yeah. Uh Tennis is equal. I mean, equal pay. Like the prize pools are the same. Are they really? I'm pretty certain. Golf, they don't play the same tournament, so it's different. But like, 
there's still a good amount of money in it, but it's just the team sports that it's not quite there yet. But yeah, I think I, I definitely do. I think we're, we're going to get to a point where I think women's and men's sports are pretty well going to be viewed similar. Yeah. I think at one point, at some point in the next 10 years. Yeah, go to the Knights this week. I'll be watching. I'll win. Yeah. Who's your tip for the grand final, mate? Penrith. By how much? Playing boring. I think 12, 12 to 18. PS. I'm sick, of, I'm sick of hearing this. Hey, guys, who's going to win? Penrith or Parramatta? I hope Parramatta. Ever, do you know how many times I've heard them say, I hope Parramatta? I said it today. Meaning Penrith. Yeah, that's literally They're what I said today. It's going to be tough to beat them. They're just too good, I think. But anyway, moving right along. So transitioning right into something a little less less, uh, less nice to talk about. Not really. But the uh, documentary on Netflix, Dharma. Oh, still in the rounds. Jeffrey Dharma. Big JD. For those of you who maybe have not been on social media for like the last few weeks and don't yeah, know about it. Actually. Jeffrey Dahmer was a serial killer in the 1980s and 90s yeah. in America. Mm-hmm. And Netflix have just released a show about him, not a documentary, like it's an actual show where they've got obviously actors playing playing his part and it's a 10-episode series and uh, sort of goes through, I mean, somewhat of his life. And, and yeah, the inside of why he's done what he's done mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. It is... And if anyone hasn't seen it, I'm only two episodes in, right? So I'm not, there's 10 episodes. You said you're seven, right? Yeah, seven. So it's two, I'm two episodes into it and it's already, like you can probably delve in a little bit more, but it already is a really, really tough watch. Like it's, it's at that, having said that, I watched two episodes starting at 9.30. That probably doesn't help either. <laughs> set, in the, set in the mood. I think it's maybe a breakfast thing or a midday thing. It's just a bit lighter <laughs> and the sun's beaming. But yeah, it's, um, it, it just, it's very unsettling. I think unsettling is the word. Yeah. It's super unsettling. Uh, it, it, I would find it really tough to find somebody out there. I think it'd be hard to find someone that says like it doesn't sort of affect them in some way. Well, it's not like serial killers bad as it is. Like yep. just obviously someone who's just killing people. Mm-hmm. But he's like keeping their bodies in his apartment and cutting them up and, and eating them. Eating them, drilling holes in their skulls, Good trying bloke. to make them into zombies. Good bloke. Yeah. He's, and he's luring these people back from like the club and just seems very normal, like up until the point of that door yeah. shuts. And then it's over. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. Again, like if if you haven't seen it, I I recommend maybe watching an episode and just let us know what you think. Cause it is yeah, it's a it's a tough watch. And if you can get through it, we'll all the power to you. I am enjoying it. Like it's it is unsettling that's probably the perfect word but, yeah but i am enjoying it like he, the actor uh what's his name evan yeah evan, evan something peters something? evan peters yeah he's he plays him really really well yeah but the story is just frustrating because back in the 80s and 90s things were, were viewed a bit differently because he's homosexual yeah viewed a bit differently with that with the police and he was killing a lot of black people and mm-hmm. there's a lot of racism and even back then, it was so much more normal for someone just to go missing. Yeah. They just felt like, oh, they've just skipped town, like they've just left. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, like if someone goes missing for 24 hours, like it's a red flag. Yeah. So there's all these missing people and the police see, I mean, I know the show would probably sensationalize it, but seem, you know, they were somewhat just not caring and not taking things seriously. Yeah. And you know more than me because you've seen five more episodes, but there was that part at the end of episode two, I won't spoil it or anything, where there's that phone call. And it's like the actual, it's an actual phone call. Yeah. Like, so there's, there's actual like things that are in the show that like are, are not a depiction. It's like an actual 
yeah. like actual stuff, like actual phone calls and whatever. So you're actually hearing like the vic- like victims, like families and all yeah, that jazz. So sad. yeah, it's super unsettling, but it led us to think like, I want, like it led me to ask you a question. Is there any, like there has to be either a TV show or a movie or something else that you just, you feel like what you've watched it now and you just, you don't, you can't watch it again. It was, it was something about it. It was just very unsettling for you. Yeah. And you just can't watch it again. So the one, the one that came to mind when you asked me this was there's actually, it's on Netflix as well, but this is a documentary, not a show. Yeah. And I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was about little boy, Gabriel uh, Fernandez, who mm. was, was like, they're in California, LA, mm. I think. And his parents, oh, his mum and her boyfriend, I think that was out of the picture. It's been a while since I watched it. Um, killed him, like beat him to death. Mm. And then it's all uncovering how that it got to that point. And he'd been like locked in the closet and social workers had been like sent to his house and yep. school. He came in with like, you know, black eyes and, you know, just appear as though he's been beaten up and brutalized. And he just kept slipping through the cracks to mm. the point where, yeah, he eventually unfortunately died. But he was like seven or something, and just like looked like such a sweet little boy, and it was, yeah, it was really, it was heartbreaking. Like to be honest, like it was just super sad because it was only recent too. Like I'm within the last handful of years, yeah. And in modern day society, like you just don't really. I know what happened. Maybe I'm a bit naive, but it was just sad to see it, see it being documented, and be able to see how easily it seemed as though it could have been avoided so you could you there's no way you could watch that again oh i probably could to be honest like it didn't scar me to the point where i couldn't watch it again but it was sad yeah because it was true yeah. i think that's like and the same with the dharma thing like it's all true stuff yeah and yeah it just was like, just hit home because it was all it was all so recent and just a little boy and he had no say over what was happening like he yeah. had no choice in the matter yeah and I think that's always sad when like that, you know, choice is taken out of it. And unfortunately he didn't, didn't live to see eight years old. Hey guys, just very quickly, if you have been enjoying our podcast and you've been watching us on YouTube, I would love for you to subscribe to our channel. If you've been listening to our podcast, give us a follow, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you've been listening to us. It really helps the channel grow and I would be extremely appreciative and grateful if you took a moment to do that for me. Okay, that's it from me. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, it's tough. That'd definitely be, that'd definitely be unsettling. Well, mine's, mine's a little different, mate. Yeah. Mine's a little different, which is a bit of a shocker, but it is. Now, I couldn't I couldn't go with an actual life event because I, I would go with Jamie falling off the stage at the trillion. That's super unsettling. I uh, wouldn't want to view that again. Just quietly. That was, that was tough viewing. Um, but... Mate, mine's Marley and me. Oh, that is brutal. Let me tell you, that is, that is, I've only seen it one time. I haven't watched it since. And the last time I watched it, I was about 21. It was the first time I watched it. I was at home. It was like, I think it was like summer night. And I had the aircon on, cut the grapes. Come on, no problem. But um, yeah, I, I caught it. Um, it was about 20 minutes into the movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, this Marley and me movie, that dog. And I sort of knew where it was going, but I still watched it. I was like, I just have to watch it. Mate, I was a blubbering mess at the end of it. I was, I felt at that point in time, I was traumatized. Like, because I think anytime a dog 
spoiler, surely everyone knows, if a dog dies in a movie, it's, it is hard yakka. Like, it, it really hits hits you. It pulls at the heartstrings. That just broke me, that movie. I've never been able to watch it since, and I don't think I will watch it again. The only time, like, I would watch it up until he starts getting a bit crook, and then I'm, I'm out. That's it. Because at the very end, he goes and, like, dies under a tree or something, doesn't he? Yeah, and Owen Wilson's bawling his eyes yeah. out, and so is Jennifer Aniston. It's just, it's just rough because I think he just hits a bit close to home because, like, you like, always, like, we've had pets and yeah. that sort of stuff, and you sort of think, like, when that time comes, like, it's it, it just shows, like, how important uh, pets are in people's lives. And, and it's just... You know, they are family at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, they're not just dogs. Like, right. they, are, they are family members. And it's it's as tough as losing him. So you hear, you hear of, like, my parents are like this, but you hear other people too that when their dog does does pass away, they don't want to get another one because they don't want to go through that heartache again. Yeah. Even though there's, like, 10, 12, 14 years of joy, just that oh. end bit. But, yeah, I, I often think with my dogs, like... <laughs> They're getting on. They're not old, but like six and eight, so they're not spring chickens anymore. Yeah, and it will be sad when they finally, finally move on. But yeah, that that is that clenches at the heart. It's a rough movie. Do you think you'll like? Do you think you should watch Marley and Me a couple of times, like in the next year, just to be okay, build some resilience. Yeah, just be strong. Before, I don't. I don't think it'll be resilience. To be honest with you, it's just a tough. Before thing. we move on to the last thing. Um, it's another super sad movie. I don't know if you've seen it. My Sister's Keeper. Yeah, it's tough. Oh. That's a heart that just, that was, that just pulls your soul out. Yeah, that's like... Not good. I can't... The, the sister's... The young girl's got cancer, I yep. think. And then, yeah, and yep. then the... Yeah, obviously, My Sister's Keeper. And it just goes through that whole journey. But yeah, that's that's rough. That's it's a tough gig. So yeah, just do, just do yourself a favour if you don't want to... I, I don't recommend, as I said to you before, watch Dharma in the morning or... Midday, do something. Don't be watching Dharma like while you're having like your your bowl of cereal or whatever. Like in the morning, just don't be doing that. Just just wait for midday or like in between meals because you you know I, I don't think you're gonna be too hungry as you're, as you're watching. It. Yeah, don't be watching it while you're having like a big juicy steak. Oof. Yuck. <laughs> Avoid we're, the butchers at all costs. Terrible. We're um we're in the middle of school holidays. Yeah. Had a few more kids just flying around the gym, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Come in with mum or dad, obviously through the day. Um, and have a few conversations with the parents about like, you know, what they do in school holidays and, mm-hmm. you know, how they occupy themselves. And a lot of them say they just end up spending more time playing PlayStation and Xbox and yeah. whatever. Uh, so it sort of got me thinking compared back to when we were younger, mm-hmm. like again, talking about, you know, 20, 25 years ago. Because I, I had a PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation 1 I had. I was, yeah, same one. But I would only play it, like, bits at a time. It wouldn't be something that I would sit there with a mate all by myself and play all, all day, day. All, all night. Yeah. Did you? I played a bit of video games, but I, I did a lot outside too. Yeah. I did heaps outside. Most yeah, of my same. childhood, it, like, I think of me being outside more than me inside. Yeah. I remember, like, a few games that I used to used to play with friends, like Jonah Lomu Rugby, mm-hmm. Shane Moore Cricket. Yeah, that's that's stupid we, NRL game. We spoke about year. this ARL ninety five, but it was comparing it to what it seems like kids are like now, where they'll like to stream and play with their friends and obviously talk with their mm-hmm. friends or whatever. Like pretty much dawn to dusk. Well, that's pretty well. I think that's the normal form of interaction now. Like that's the way kids interact and communicate with each other now is via tablets and computers and yeah. games and stuff. In comparison to you know, obviously we. 
we didn't have like the um that level of internet and technology at that point in time so we we couldn't do that but um i saw a funny meme the other day and it was, it's I was about to say the same, thing. same thing with the mum pulling the oh no no different one so it was like uh back in the day um there's a picture of your like your mum pulling the kid inside the house like pulling them inside and now this one is them pulling them outside of the house yeah, it's so it's good. such a comparison of and it's so true because i remember being out until like stupid o'clock when i was a kid and my mom and dad just yelling out when it was dinner time and just jump yeah back inside so yeah it's it's a it's completely changed yeah i saw a, a funny one the other day i thought this is what you're gonna say mm. and it was like back you know little kids or teenagers or whatever before mobiles when you'd call your friend mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever did this exactly you call your friend on the home phone and say i'm leaving now i'll meet you halfway so like if you were like just say your mate lives three kilometers away yeah and you both leave at the same time and you meet halfway mm-hmm. and then go and do i don't remember whatever. doing that i i remember doing that because obviously not like you can't you don't have your phone to be like oh i'm here now yeah. so you're leaving like hey i'm leaving now I leave now or I meet you halfway and then you both just start walking yeah. and you have like a meeting point. Whereas now it's just like, where are you? Like I'm here texting. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I'm glad I grew up when I did. Me too. But I, I think, I think those times are gone. I think like kids still play outside to an extent, yeah. but I think the majority of the time, I think it's just, it's just mainly become an indoor thing. I think it's just, everything's just way too accessible now. Um, And, and also like, I feel like the kids would be left out and be the old ones out if they don't do it. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, like they might get ridiculed or just be out of the know. If yeah. It's like, oh, like Jimmy doesn't have the Xbox or doesn't have this game or whatever, when everyone else does it. So it's part of like fitting in. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I see this as a real problem. I don't know. Like, I just think, I mean, it's, it's the norm, but like, I, I feel like at least the behavioral issues as well. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like being in front of a computer screen, mm. it, it's detrimental to your mental health, I think. Like, like you need actual human interaction. You can't be doing, like, j- just co- constantly just interacting with people via, like, a, like a computer or whatever. Like look, look at, uh, like, look at lockdown, for example, like, a couple of years ago. I remember, like, I was locked down for, like, this was this year. Like, I was locked down for seven days. Like, I was, like, by day five, I was just like, I've got to get out. I've got to get out of here. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I think it's just important to have human interaction because we're humans after all, right? Yeah. And also just, like, see health and, I mean, not to mention just, like, more activity and sun exposure and yeah. fresh air and things like that. But, yeah, I think there's probably going to be a shift in just communication because so much of it is done, like, email. or mm-hmm. I know kids don't email, but, like, text or whatever. Whereas we used to talk on the phone or we, we used to meet people. So yeah. I think that's that whole thing's changing as well. Yeah. So it'll be, yeah, it will be interesting. But it just got me thinking about it after talking to some parents and obviously trying to keep kids busy in school holidays. And sometimes, you know, they they can't really, you know, if the kids are teenagers, maybe, you know, you can't make them do something yeah. they don't want to. Do you think the world gets worse in this regard? Do you think it gets worse in regards to like, playing inside like because 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 it's not only like it's not only kids it's adults Mm. are just as bad yeah i mean depends how you look at it but worse for health for sure 100 i think i think you know all people who are like our age or older is probably going to like agree with us Mm -hmm. and be like oh you know you should be outside more and whatever 
which is the change of generation because the the generation before ours probably think you know we weren't outside yeah that much. Like, oh, those damn video games yeah when damn we, atari yeah literally yeah game boy he's on his game boy all the time like yeah so we're, we're, yeah so because uh, even now we have t- we had t- i had foxtel and stuff growing up mm-hmm. so you still lots to watch dvds videos and then like my parents didn't have any of that they're lucky to have a tv so what so what does the next 20 years hold for the younger generations like what's speed dating like do you reckon speed dating is pretty well like you can see the person across from you but you can't actually communicate you're just doing these ones like text yeah. by like like screen to screen or something there'd be something like that you probably like you walk past them and like their social media handles like are above them so then you can like follow them and speaking then of them. this is what a bit off topic but but have you seen have you seen this show called black mirror Oh, it's on Netflix, right? It's, it's a look into the future, right? Like it's like the the most hectic version of the future there is, and there's an episode on it where it's very similar, just like oh, that. Yeah. So, you the interaction that you have um, with a particular person, you then go and you rate them. For for example, so um, when it comes down to home loans and like getting ahead in life, it's all based on this rating system. Yeah. So like if I had a crap interaction with you, I said, oh, you know, Mitch was very standoffish and blah, 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 blah. I just go, okay, One out of five. I'll give him a two out of five. And then your 4.2 goes down to four. And then like people are just stressing out because their ratings are going down and up. Similar to what's going on now with like Instagram and Facebook with social media and likes and all that jazz. But yeah, it's just a funny look in the future. I can mm. actually see it happening too where you, you know, you, you, dating like you on that dating scene there's like dating places where it just hovers over them and you're just like oh yeah i think so many more people meet online now yeah, i think it's just the normal like it used to be weird i yeah. remember when i was just turned 18 and there was a guy at my work who'd met his partner online mm. and me and the other boys used to laugh at him yeah they'd be like what a loser yeah. that's a meanest chick online yeah and now like, it's just like who cares yeah and it's been like that for ages that was probably like what 2008 or something mm. and then like I'm, i had tinder and stuff in like 2013 yeah so it was only five years but yeah now it's very normal like for people to have met online and get married like the most common i think yeah it's not embarrassing anymore not like, at all like because I, th- I think more and more people are gonna say oh hey i met on like bumble or i met on like met yeah. on tinder even facebook definitely good for uh, older people if they've had like a breakup or something yeah because i think if you're in like your 40s or 50s it can be hard to meet people mm-hmm. i mean i think it can be hard to meet people regardless of your age but obviously as you get a bit older it becomes a bit more challenging so maybe technology in that sense is yeah positive yeah, it's good i mean it's good for technology is great for lots of things it's just one of the downsides is it makes people a bit more lazy but at the end of the day i think kids need to get outside yeah I, I do. I think they. I think they, they need to get outside a little bit more because yeah. otherwise they're just getting cooped up, and you know, parents' heads are getting like done in, hairs are getting pulled out. Yeah. Just human. So I think it's dead. I think it's good to just get outside and whenever they can. Last thing I remember seeing a meme a little while ago, and I was talking about it was when Australia were playing really poorly in the cricket, mm-hmm. and they said like no, no, no wonder like Australia no good anymore. Look at the size of our backyards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like all the blocks are getting so much smaller. Yeah. Whereas years gone by, everyone used to have like quarter acre blocks. Yeah. You know, like cricket pitch and whatever. And now it's like. Because kids would be playing in the street and stuff. Yeah. Playing cricket. Now now there's nothing. Streets are too busy. Yards are too small. And I wonder why we're like, what, what are we in the world oh, now? We're all right now. But there was a while there we weren't doing too many. That's why India is so good. Just like open and 
That's right. I was playing cricket all day. And exactly right. That's the only reason. Those were the days, mate. I used to play cricket all the time in the street. So yeah. It was the best. I loved a bit of backyard cricket. Still play at Christmas time when I go to Kate's place. Kate's family's place. It's good fun. Dominate out there. Yeah, not bad. Dominate Gilgandra. Yeah, I I like to take my time working in my innings. The Gilgandra Cup. Yeah, every, That's right. every Christmas time, Boxing Day test at Gilgandra. <laughs> okay, that'll do us. Thanks, mate. Thanks for coming on, mate. No Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you in the next one. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.